What's up, guys? Welcome to another edition of the Clinical Mastermind Podcast. I am your host, Dan Pringle, and today we talk about getting the most out of your clinical treatment times. What's up, guys? It's Dan, and welcome to another edition of the Clinical Mastermind Podcast. Today, what I've got for you is uh, another series coming from my Clinical Mastermind Mentorship Program. Uh, it's a really great opportunity for you guys to, again, see inside of the types of discussions that I'm having with other clinicians about their practice, about ways to improve their assessment approach, their treatment approach, their ability to communicate with patients, uh, and in this case, navigating clinical treatment times. So what we've got in this case is a discussion around the amount of time that uh, my mentee has with his patients and how he can make the most out of the time that he has. As you'll hear, he actually has a decent amount of time with patients. It's a little bit of an interesting setup in terms of how it's structured, but, uh, but actually he has an okay amount of time but still feels quite rushed at times. And it's quite obvious to me in working with him that he's very thorough in terms of getting a lot of information from the patient and making sure it's communicated effectively. He's one of those people who's more likely to dive into too much information rather than be left hanging without the right answers to the question. It's more about searching through all the information he's acquired and making sure he communicates that effectively and time effectively to his patient. So what we talk about is how he can find uh, ways to be more efficient with his time, when he can skip steps versus when he needs to be really diligent, when what the patient needs to hear is more of an explanation of the problem versus when the patient really just needs to see a result to have confidence in you. We talk about how that may be different from one patient to the next and what to look for to identify the differences between those patients. It'll also give you guys a bit of an idea of how to navigate some conversations with your uh, clinic owners or clinic directors if you are not one yourself because it's an important balance you have to have. As someone who has been obviously on both sides of it, it's very clear to me that uh, in my case, I want to create an environment for my clinician to, to do their best work. But other clinics have other things in mind. Obviously, budget, paying the bills, and just the amount of physical space that they've got might influence how much time they give their clinician to practice and to treat and uh, the resources that they have available during those times. So you'll get a couple of ideas here about how to maybe navigate that conversation if your goal is to increase your treatment time, how to demonstrate to them and to your patient that more time can be more valuable. And as you know, I do one-hour treatments. I actually do two-hour assessments myself in the clinic, and I definitely have found that to be very successful when it comes to building relationships and getting results. That's not realistic for everybody, but with whatever time you've got, I'm sure you can get more out of that interaction, and hopefully from this conversation, you'll get a better idea of how to do that. As far as getting in contact with me, you can check things out at clinicalmastermind.com. You can email me at dan at clinicalmastermind.com. Check me out on Instagram at dpringle.physio, uh, on Facebook at Dan Pringle, and uh, as well, you can find me on LinkedIn and Twitter and all these other uh, sites as well. So please uh, check it out at your leisure. If you have other friends or colleagues that you think might be interested in the podcast, please recommend it to them. Please check it out and share this online. We really want to try to grow our following and grow our ability to influence others as they try to help and improve uh, the lives and function of many other patients that they and, and clients that they might encounter. So make sure you do that. 
And you can also rate and subscribe to the podcast. So make sure that you are uh, getting all the updates. We're releasing a new podcast every two weeks. So make sure that you're uh, on the lookout for that. And, uh, and other than that, please enjoy. And I'd love to hear all your feedback, your comments, your thoughts around this one as we try to uh, improve the practices of everyone, regardless of your, your profession and your practice style. With that being said, please enjoy the podcast. This is, a, this is exactly what we're trying to do at this stage of your career. It's all about trying to accrue knowledge and add information to your data set that will allow you to make better predictions and better decisions in the future, right? right. So right. you have to take every opportunity to make thorough notes so you can go back over them to realize what you could have done better next time. You know, if it takes you on the seventh session, you have this big breakthrough. Could you have done that in the second session? Probably. Right. But you only know that if you, if, you, if you have a great session on the seventh one and you're writing your notes and you're like, why did it take me this long? And you go back over and you're like, oh, because I did local, 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 right. local, local, local. Oh, I did a, cent- uh, you know, a treatment that was a little more global. Boom, there's my result. Segmental, yeah. So yeah. It, that, might, that might be the case. It might not be the case here. But you know, regardless of what those things are, you're only going to get better. I mean, things like this is going to really help you in that process. Yeah. Um, but you can do a lot more for yourself to acquire really valuable, um, information. Mm -hmm. Um, by the way, how long are your assessments uh, usually? 45 minutes, 45 minutes. Yeah. Like I, I have, um, yeah, about, about 45 minutes. Yeah. So it's it's tough, tough. right? I mean, it, it is, um, you know, I, I work with, what I have, right? Yeah. I, I mean, I, ideal in an ideal world, I'd like an hour. Yeah. Um, but I, I, you know, I don't make I don't make the rules, unfortunately. Okay. Um, where I'm at, so, and then subsequent treatments are about the same, anyways. So, subsequent are forty five as well. They're about yeah, they're they're about thirty to forty five. If because they're thirty with me, and then if they're on needles for another fifteen or so. Gotcha. Okay. Um, all right. Well, that, that at least that thirty minutes kind of makes up for it. I don't know why would there be a. That makes no sense. They're doing thirty minute blocks for the treatments and then forty five for the assessment. Yeah. Well, so essentially the way it works is so the way it works, the dynamic that it was. So it's yeah, it's forty five, and then I have like a fifteen minute buffer before I see somebody else. So essentially, I can take an hour if I need. Um, but take an hour. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I more, more than likely I do, right? Yeah. And then they'll be working with, it, like, you know, if I have exercises that I want done for them, we have kins and stuff that I can say, okay, can you do these exercises with them after I've, I've used utilized the hour? Gotcha. Um, so more, more, more times than not, it's been an hour. Yep. Um, even yeah, if you don't get paid for it, do it as much as you can. You no, need more even, time. It's, it's not even about that, right? It, it, I like to utilize the time um but you know i even even that's tough for me right i mean you know i i'm working with what i i have 100%. right um and you know i'm it, we only so we basically the way our dynamic works is we have one chiro two physios including myself and one kin and then a, a, some massages and an osteopath okay. um the kin works for kind of all three of us now the other physio is a big modality guy. Okay. So a lot of that kin's time is utilized through him. Okay. Um, 
because he's like, oh, I need you to do this modality and then this modality. And then, the, and then yeah, when yeah. I get a chance, I'm like, hey, do you mind if you show him these exercises? Right. Um, or her, these exercises, whatever the case may be. Um, so that, that's the tough part about where I'm at, because oftentimes it's like, OK, well, you know, I don't want to take away from the assessment or the treatment. Um, but I also don't want to fall be too far behind in my day where it's like, if I show you these exercises, then, you know what I mean? Yep. I'm, I'm yep. behind. Right? Yeah. It's a tough one, man. It's a so, tough balance. There's not, there's not one like right way to do it. I mean, you know, um, for a long time, you know, I, I did 30 minutes when I was working, you know, working at another place and, um, I didn't, you know, I could put needles on them and go to another patient for instance. Um, well, but yeah, I didn't, I, have to do that. I didn't even have a kin. Right. Yeah. So 30 minutes plus a kin, 30 minutes plus Accu plus a kin is actually not, not too bad as far as treatment. Um, the biggest thing is the assessment piece because yeah. what you have to do in that first session is understand the problem. As we just talked about, we need to go into more detail with the subjective history until we mm -hmm. get our why. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And we need to, once we have a sort of a story ish, then you jump into the objective stuff and that's right. going to hopefully fill in the gaps because you're going to have like a couple of different potential narratives and then the objective testing should hopefully clarify. Oh, you know, this ankle is really bad. Oh, you know, your hip flexion has been bad, probably been like that for a long time. Oh, your lumbar extension, yada, 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 right? Mm -hmm. So you need to be able to do that and then you need to demonstrate value to them right. by getting some sort of result or starting that process of getting yeah. better. And, and so I find that's the hardest part. Right? Yeah. And that's the hardest part, but you can't do that effectively if you don't know the why no, and I, you can't get the why if you don't have enough time to go through it and figure it out. So you're kind of stuck. And so it is what it is. Um, but you should do your best to spend more time. Um, but don't the, the value demonstration will actually be like, if you are, getting to the point of telling them a story about their problem in a very thorough and effective way, which will really happen in most cases. This seems to be the exception. As you get better at this, it will happen faster. If you can just tell them why and then give them some exercises and say, next time, here's what we're going to do. Because we know the story of your body, we're going to start from wherever, from here or here, here, wherever you decide we need to start. You're like, I know exactly the story now. I know the why. I know where we're going to start. I have a good expectation of how you're going to respond. Go get some exercises right now. And then next session, we'll reassess. And then we'll jump into the treatment plan that I've just built for you. Yeah. How does that sound? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm a big component of that in terms of like with my like subjective or with my, um, I, I probe a lot hmm. um, into, into the why. Um, what I do, like I do a little drill where at the end of, after we spoke for about, you know, I, I spend a good 25, 30 minutes talking to somebody, right? Um, I recap everything. So I say, okay, I'm going to recap what you just told me, everything you just told me. Um, I want you to jump in if, if anything's wrong, right? And I want you to tell me if I'm misunderstanding something because maybe I didn't understand it properly. And then I'll regurgitate or try my best to regurgitate everything that they had said to me, right? And then, you know, some people jump in, some people say, oh yeah, that's right. Or I was like, do you want to add anything else? Is there anything else that you feel is happening or, or I missed or we missed, I should say. Yeah. And then I let them kind of dictate, oh no, that was right. Everything's good. Okay. Let's dive into the objective stuff. Right. So, I mean, for me, you know, I think I go into a lot of detail, mm -hmm. um, but I, you know, 
there are exceptions. There's things that you miss, right? Yeah. Uh, naturally, um, I wouldn't be in this position if if I didn't, right? Well, look, uh, we all miss stuff, right? I, it happens absolutely. to me as well, right? Yeah. Um, so, so for me, I think you know that those that's stuff that's really good that I need to kind of look back at for him. Yeah. Um, but you know, I I have it's it's it is tough right because i don't have a lot of access to the kin so i try to you know and and i told i told the owner i said you know what listen like you know i need more time for my assessments and you know i need to kind of be able to hone in and and then i said okay well he said well you know what like i think you know it's valuable time that you're getting anyway so and i said okay fine i said but if i don't figure out you know if i if i spend know an hour doing my assessment and they don't get any treatment because i've got another patient waiting in the waiting room and it's not fair for them to wait either right if they don't feel that they're getting a treatment and they don't come back like that's on not only it's on me Mm. but it's it's also on the structure of of how it how it's laid out yeah i think i think that you know if you're if you're pushing or getting close to an hour with an assessment and a treatment and then they can, you can throw them to the can for a couple things afterwards i think you're going to be okay with time i think it's uh, you know another piece that we'll talk about is going to be kind of time management and whether that story that's 20 minutes long uh or whatever at the end like maybe that can be shortened maybe you can enter into like as you're asking questions you get halfway through and you're like okay i have a good idea already tell them the story does this make sense okay great and then once you, as soon as you get your why, then you can sort of jump into the next step. So you can kind of right. skip steps if you really have a good understanding. Um, and I think that efficiency becomes more important. And it actually, you know, I, I worked early in my career after taking the Accu course in, in places where I had 20 minute treatments, 40 minute assessments. And uh, I was working elsewhere where I had longer times, but in that environment, in that sh- high paced environment, I learned very quickly how to get the right questions fast, mm-hmm. get to the mm-hmm. point, right? And it was not, it was still the, you know, I, I always had this, like the figuring out the why existed. So what I'd recommend is getting to that, getting to the point as quickly as you can um, and not, uh, and, and, and not uh, going like diving into every single possible question you can ask unless the story doesn't make sense. If they came in and they, you know, that knee pain or da da da, da mm-hmm. you, as soon as you know, okay, well, I know, you know, you had this old, your hips been bothering you for a long time. You know, I could saw you when you walked in. I know your back plays a big role. You're like, all right, I've got these things. Tell me about your back quickly. Tell me about your hip. All right, here's a story. The knee takes stress from the entire chain. If there's right. function in one spot, it's going to add stress elsewhere. The knee is never the fault of the knee. It's usually something above or below. In this case, it's above your hip and your back. So what we're going to, you know, what we're going to do is we're going to try to understand that better, but I have a good feeling that's where we're going to go. Like, okay. Sounds good. You know, yada, yada, yada. Like, like right there, like you've kind of got your story. Maybe that's 10 minutes in, you've already got the case. What that, rather than me diving into every single old injury they've ever had, rather than me diving oh, into yeah. whatever, yeah. But what that does is it gives you opportunity to get into the objective when you can still be telling them the story. And then even if you're putting in needles, you can still be telling them the story. So you've got these opportunities where you can leverage your time a little bit more effectively. I have, I, we don't leave the room when we treat, um, even when we have needles in. That's an awesome opportunity to educate them. Okay, I'm going to tell you, like, give me a second. I'm going to put, are you okay with acupuncture? This is what it's going to be. This is what it's going to feel like. All right, I'll put them in. 
now is my opportunity to tell you exactly what's going on. Right. So don't worry, I get this. Like I'll explain what the needles are doing. I'll explain what the plan is, but let me just get the stuff started in your treatment. So in a case that isn't, you know, extremely complicated, you've got an opportunity to jump a little couple steps, get the buy-in for what you're going to do. I have a good idea of the story. This makes sense. This makes sense to you. You can go back and forth the way you seem to like to, and then you can jump into, okay, here's what we're going to do. The needles are going to be yada, yada, yada. I'm going to put, I'm going to put them in and, and uh, get them going. And then I'm going to, once they're in, I'll explain to you exactly what's going on, what the plan is, what we're going to do about it, yada, yada, yada. And that is a really great way of saving a bunch of time. Right. On, the, on the other side, even if you're not doing needles, you're doing more hands-on stuff, you can likewise really accomplish a lot by talking yeah. while you're releasing whatever and using that as an opportunity to explain the story. While um, you yeah, I sometimes jump without them even knowing from assessing their hip to treating their hip just mm -hmm. like they don't even know i'm just I'm, I'm i'm feeling it and then i start playing around with it i start asking a couple other questions about it do you feel that what you know is that reproducing your symptoms you know the hip plays a big role in the knee because you know abductors you know create you know create a better alignment and, and co-contraction and whatever the story happens to be i'm telling that story as we go along and they don't even know that i've switched from assessing yeah. to treating them. So that whole opportunity there, there's a lot of little pieces where you can leverage your time. And right. some people you know, they, like, they are just come in, they come in with questions, they just don't understand. Those people, you have to spend more time, but your buy-in, your value add to that patient mm -hmm. is educating them on what's happening and what the plan is gonna be. You don't even need to right. treat that person. I mean, it'd be nice to, or you do a little bit of, you know, a little bit of stuff, give them some exercises and say, we're gonna tackle this on day two. Next time you come back, we're jumping right into business. And that can be okay for those patients with lots of questions, complex. Don't feel bad mm -hmm. about taking your time and educating them. If they're one of those patients that really need attention and, and validation and they're like, I've seen all these doctors and no one's like, you know, they don't seem to solve my problem. You're like, okay, today my job is to understand and explain your problem. I'm going to get down to your why. I'm going to explain how you got here. I'm going to explain how the structural dimension doesn't matter. And these are the goals that we're going to have for you. And at the end, I'm going to show you a couple exercises, but we're going to really jump into treatment next session because I want you to take away a better understanding than you've ever had before. Right. And then you're going to have other patients who are like, no, 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 it's my knee. It's my knee. It's my knee. And you're like, okay, trust me, buddy. I need to understand these other components before I treat your knee but then you better pay attention to me more. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't mean you need to actually touch, like it doesn't mean you actually need to do treatment there if you think it's better to be done elsewhere, but right. you need to make sure you validate his knee versus someone else. You need to validate their like emotional attachment to their symptoms yeah. or their lack of attention given by other people. Mm -hmm. No, that's a really good point. Yeah. 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 I know it's, it's tough. I mean, my other job, I, I had, you know, 25 minute assessments and 10 minutes of treatment. Right. Not in the right direction. Right. So it's, it's better. I mean, he had mentioned that he wants to go down to half an hour treatment times to kind of have two an hour, um, which would then kind of force me to see kind of, okay, if I'm seeing a second person in that half hour, you know, I'm putting them on needles, coming back to them and then treating them after kind of thing. But, you know, for me, that opens up to you missing more, right? hundred percent. So, 
you know, how's everything good? Okay, things are well, okay, boom, 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 can't see him 15, like you miss more that way, right? In, in my opinion. Uh, you do, bottom line. Like, I don't care who you are, you could be Alejandro, you're gonna miss stuff if you have a 30 minute treatment, like, that's, that's the end of the story. So, so yeah, you, you have to also think of it as much as possible as an investment in yourself. Yeah. Because we told you, we, the name of the game here is acquiring experience, acquiring data sets for that patient of that age, with that history, with that, you know, activity level, mm-hmm. with these symptoms. Like you need to have little case studies for every single possibility, so that someone comes in and you know what to do with them. That's yeah. something that just comes with experience. But you can get right. experience faster if you're taking all those notes, like I'm describing. If you're sure. spending more time, like you know, when you're assessing hip flexion, you're not actually just looking at the range of motion, you're assessing quality and whether it goes into abduction, whether they, you know, when tension starts, like tension could start at 90 degrees, but even though you can get them to 120, this might be your patient here. Or it just goes to 120, boom, nice and smooth. And there's no problem there. Like there's a very big difference there. Um, Strength testing, strength testing in different angles and positions. They may be strong hip hip flexion at 90 degrees. You Mm -hmm. put them a couple degrees higher than that and they're weak. That's correct. So what does that tell you about the hip inhibiting those muscles in in, in a certain position? Either it's tension on a muscle or it's compression or it's nerve, uh, you know, nerve tension or irritation. So whatever it is, you have to get to that next level of getting more information about every, with every single thing you do, you know, Mm -hmm. refining your questions, refining your assessment. Like that's, that's how you improve over the longer term. You know, I'm going to give you these principles that you're going to have to apply to get more effective. What I I guarantee you is that if you take that figuring out the why going into more detail with the, you know, every little movement and assessment and really kind of teasing out mobility and is it strong or is it sort of strong? Is there compensation at the trunk when I, I pushed them into adduction? Like those kinds of questions have to be in your mind, that attention to detail and that focus. Um, and then you're going to find things and someone like you, I know when you find them, you'll, you'll start to put the pieces together faster when you right. see the pieces come together faster. Now your assessment doesn't take, you know, your physical assessment doesn't take 25 minutes. It takes 10 because right away you picked up, oh, okay, there's something going on with the trunk. And then you touch up in the obliques of the QL region and they jump and you're like, well, there's, that's the reason there you have hip is. pain. Yeah. You know, you see, so you'll get better at that over time, but you have to, you, you don't, don't stress about not having the answers now. Just be willing to search hard, high and low for them as best as you can. And that yeah. process is going to create faster changes. And we'll talk, we're going to have other cases that, that are a little bit more, this one's a little bit weird because we can't figure out the why and I, I can't be like, this is what it is. But mm-hmm. you're going to notice these kinds of trends where we're going to find little, I'm going to give you lots of little shortcuts that are going to save you clinical reasoning time that's going to allow you to spend that time treating or spend that time understanding the why and being confident no matter what happens here i'm going to be able to get to treatment i'm going to have a plan for you by the end of the session right right okay that makes sense yeah no no it does it does for sure. so yeah so we have some good ideas for him mm-hmm. um and i want you to you know just as a regular regular uh point really think about um understanding that full story and one that like if you told me i wouldn't be able to call your bullshit Right. This is an important yeah, one. Yeah. I do this to myself. I call my own bullshit. I'm like, yeah. is it this? No, it couldn't be that. I'm not, if yeah. you tell your patient something and you're like, oh man, if like Dan was listening yeah. to me right now, like he'd call yeah, me on it, yeah. then you know, that's fine. Tell them what you need to because you only, but reflect on it and be like, no, 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 that's not right. Okay, what do I have to do differently? Like, what am I missing in this story? Yeah, so really yeah. challenge yourself in that way. That'll make a really big difference for you. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. I appreciate it. No, cool. I, I, 
Yeah, I feel like I I put a lot of pressure on myself to do that. Good, good. Um, which is good, but also can be a curse, right? Because then you're thinking a thousand different directions, and yeah. sometimes you get lost, right? Um, yeah, so. just keep keep working on trying to narrow it down. Keeping you know challenging yourself. Be like, but if it was this, like, then what would I see? Or what about the other patient who's you know if you're someone who's going to blame yeah. it on sitting for a long time? It's like, but I've seen people sit and they don't get numbness in their butt, like. What what's going on here? Like I've I've seen yeah. people you know do this movement and and it and usually it's it's fine. But what stands out here? Like you just have to keep pushing yourself in that regard. I'm sure you'll you'll uh, you'll you'll come to some more conclusions as you do that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, sounds, sounds good. Great. Yeah, it sounds really good. I uh, I'm excited to kind of take that and yep. see what happens. So. Yep. And this again, this is gonna apply to every single patient, not just this one. That's that's yeah, why no, I like no. to do it this way. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Cool. Sounds good. Last thing. Yeah. Treat the back in all lower <laughs> extremity problems. I do. I do. I do usually, <laughs> but I got caught with more of a local thing. It happens. Um, it, it does happen. Don't do it. I, I, I do treat the back pretty much all the time. Good. Then you should be kicking extremity. yourself right now. I, I am good. because I kind of like I, I did treat the back. I just hadn't treated it with needles. And yep. obviously there's a big difference there. Yep. Um, cause I, what I would do is I would needle and then I do my soft tissue and then I, um, treat the back there when I do my soft tissue. Right. So, yep. um, which, you know, I know there's no excuse for it. So, Don't worry about it. Don't worry about yeah. it. Look, I, I, this happens to me all the time too. And, yeah. and these are the kind of conversations, like, I'm just making sure that this doesn't like, especially when you're like having trouble with somebody, it's like, you got it. You know, yeah. all the reason, like sometimes I will go local in the first session you know, and then I didn't do what I thought it was going to be. And it's like, all right, well, right away, I know what I got it. You know, I know what I got it. Yeah. So diving into the why will help you help remind you because the why will start to be like, all right, well, it was this and this and oh yeah, the segmental. So it'll just like make it fewer uh, cases where you don't get to that, uh, that point. But I'm, right. I'm sure, I'm sure you, you, uh, you do it often. The needles will make a big difference. For you.